Well, coming to you live from 88.9 FM in Irvine, it is Sports Matters. Yes, you heard it right. This is Kevin Drake, and sitting across from me is my partner. Matt Burt. Good morning, Matt. How are good you doing? Morning. Good morning. Good, Not too bad. I can't complain. Nice chilly morning, but you can see I'm all amped up. Final Four is here. Yeah, can you believe it? This is the we're in the season of sports. Favorite time of the year. We're Definitely my favorite time. Baseball starting up. Yes. NHL's in full swing. NCAA double tournament. You know, men's March Madness double. What are you? What are we, tennis. <laughs> NBA, well, tennis is in the Miami Open, but, you know, they're closing out their hardcore season, going to clay season. But let's talk about some NCAA games that happened over the weekend. You know, starting with the Michigan and Florida State game, I mean, that was a nice defensive battle that Michigan just edged them out. I agree. You know, I, I liked Michigan. I know that everyone was, you know, picking them to go to the Final Four. Pretty much they were one of the more popular teams to go to the Final Four. I think their length is is a very good. Mo Wagner, the guy from Germany, very good battle basketball player they run the pick and roll so well they play well on defense they're a good team it's going to be an interesting matchup because Loyola Chicago is going to have to deal with their size and Loyola Chicago is I mean they're a pretty lengthy team they're not as lengthy as Nevada in my opinion but they, they played a, an excellent game against Nevada um, and I, I like them I think they have great chemistry between the two players that played on the same high school team to this freshman that has just been coming out of everywhere i mean talk like, about michigan or loyola 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 yes I, i'm, I'm yeah. previewing that matchup i think it's going to be a, a close game both of these teams have been in close games this entire way through the bracket but they have a x factor the loyola they have sister jean uh, i knew you were gonna say that oh you know what i did i know i sent you a text but i did it I bought a Sister Jean bobblehead doll. I won't get it until June. But, heck, I have to remember this. You know, this just reminds me so much of that 1983 run NC State had. It's kind of like what Loyola is doing right now. On one side, you got two number one seeds battling it out. And on the other side, the matchup that you're talking about, Michigan and Loyola. And I agree. I think Loyola, they're finding ways to win games. And you're right. It's the chemistry. It's the fact they play together for a while. They got really good camaraderie. And they just believe in each other. And it's always someone different that's stepping up and making that big play. Here they are. They're in the Final Four. This will be their toughest game, for sure. Absolutely. 100%. This will be their toughest game. Um, I mean, they had a, a tough way in the first round, but they found their way. You know, they've found their way this far. They got to play a really good Michigan team. They didn't have to play any of the, the big boys in that bracket. I'm not saying that it was a weaker Oh, bracket. they played Tennessee. They played Tennessee, yeah. but... That was the number two seed. They didn't play Virginia. They didn't play Virginia because uh, yeah, they Baltimore they, County took care of them. Yeah, they didn't play, you know, Kentucky. They didn't play Arizona. They didn't play. I don't really consider boys. Kentucky a, a a big boy. I think the, a any, big school. Yes, I, I this year they were the favorite in the bracket and they did not get it done. So yes, to your point, they they weren't a big boy, but they are a, a traditional blue blood in terms of the the actual word of it. But oh, it's yeah. interesting to think that every single team in the final four has won a national championship. So there's going to be no new national champions in this year's final four. When did Loyola Chicago win a national? 1964 and they were only allowed to play 
two black players at a time. Isn't oh, that, that was so ridiculous. Yeah, that was so ridiculous. And so look how times have changed. I mean, that was in the 60s. That's like 50 years ago. Yep. So 50 years later, Sister Jean, with her scouting reports, has pushed them through. Yes, she has. She's <laughs> finally persevered. And So this will be their toughest game. This is where we're really going to see what the Cinderella story is all about. I mean, like, it's going to be tough for me to say that they're going to, because I really liked Michigan going into it. I said that when we were making our brackets. I really liked Michigan. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It will. I've been betting against Loyola Chicago this whole time. I'm going to have to go with them. Sister Jean, now I got her bobblehead doll. I can't bet against them. It's anyone's game. It just depends on, you know, who comes out the gate and who has the better game and, and who can pull it out in the end. You're right. Michigan's tough. They they do have that length and they actually have one key play that uh Tom was just mentioning earlier that gave a lot of criticism towards the Florida State coach. But they were uh, up by four and then the f- Michigan guy, or excuse me, the Florida State guy was was driving and the Michigan guy just pulled the chair out and he fell over and traveled and you know turned the ball over and now here they are down by four points with 11 seconds ago and they just chose not to foul but they had no timeouts left and even if they did foul the guy it's a one and one if you even miss they get the rebound you already burned a couple of seconds by the time you get the ball down to the other end of the court and you you may get a lucky three. Let's say you got the lucky three. There's still three, two. There's no more time left. There's a lot of what ifs in that situation. There really is. But the game was over when that happened, when that certain play happened. Yeah, it was over. And, um, I mean, you you can't look back at the things that you did in the past and say, oh, if I could have changed. Because everyone would have done that, and then the – the the butterfly effect would happen so you you can't look at like the things you you could have done better but you'll get another shot at it next year there's never going to be a time where you're not going to get a chance at it until you're actually done and it's all finished and your college career is over on the bright side, we still got four teams left: Villanova versus Kansas. Oh, that's just, this is a that great matchup. Was an amazing, and game. this is what's so great for college sports. These are not one and done teams. These guys have been playing together for a while. You know, Jalen Brunson was actually a freshman on the uh, the championship run that Villanova had. Mm-hmm. They thought it was so easy. Then when they got bounced in the second round last year, you can see a whole different fire that's just driving them. Yeah. I, and I, they're back in the final four. I mean, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you, if you like high-scoring matchups, if you like seeing the points on the board, watch that Villanova versus Kansas game. Two number one seeds going at it. You got the Bill Self coach where they just, oh, do they just pound the glass. Those guys are really great rebounders. As a bookie, but They got good three-point shooters. This year's Kansas team is different. Different than any other traditional Kansas team. You're right. It's very interesting to see. It's I mean, Devontae Graham is an amazing point guard. We've mm-hmm. already established this. Um, that they are a three-point shooting team with Mikhailu. They got they got a lot of three-point shooters. But they can rebound the ball. They can rebound the ball too. Same with Villanova, which will make this very interesting. And I was just listening, you know, coming in, they were interviewing Jay Wright, being very humble, being the situation, but that's what he was saying. He's freshmen now are juniors, so they're more or less leading the league, uh, leading their team, so to speak. But he's just saying that the four-year player, you know, th- this is what Kansas has built and this is what Villanova has built. They've kind of built their teams this way to where they have these four-year players where these guys just grow and grow. And that's why it makes it so tough to beat these teams, the fact that they've been playing together for three years. They have that camaraderie and they have that a knack of winning these games. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. It's just 
it's kind of like a repeat of what happened in 83 with Louisville and Houston when they just went at it. So who is in the national championship? Villanova. I'm just going to stick with them from my original bracket. I have Villanova in the championship game. Remember, I had them against Cincinnati. Yeah. But I guess I'll just have to settle for Loyola. Sister Jean, Chicago. You're going to go with it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> i got to go with Sister Jean. I'll do the opposite. I'll go Kansas, Michigan. Perfect. But I'm not rooting for it. That's two traditional schools. I'm rooting for Loyola, Chicago. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to go the other side. Although, no way we have done anything correct in our bracket from the very beginning. I mean, besides the fact that you got Villanova going into the national championship game, everything besides that, I mean, we haven't really... I got Michigan in the Final Four. I think I picked Purdue versus Arizona. That didn't end up happening. Isaac Haas breaks his elbow. That's, that's, hey, one and done. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to watch it, to be honest with you. And I'm rooting for Loyola Chicago, but I don't know. I don't know. Michigan's a good team. Michigan's a real good team. Well, they played several good teams. They played several good teams, but I don't think they played a team of Michigan's caliber. Well, that's why it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a super fun. It's going to be high flying. Like you said, there's a lot of uh, length on the Michigan, but I can't go against the power of Sister Jean. (laughs) So Kansas Villanova, you're pretty much going to go with Kansas. I mean, it's not a bad pick. I'm going Kansas versus Michigan. I mean, it's like flipping a coin. Yes, Villanova actually in the last four years have the most tournament wins in a four-year stretch than any other team. So that's just, ah, that's kind of what you're going up against, this Kansas team. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a great game. I will say is I I can see Michael Bridges being a very big factor in this game. I don't think really anyone on Kansas can guard him. And on on the flip side, you know, Azubuki has been unbelievable at grabbing rebounds and getting, you know, hustle plays. So on the Kansas side of things, there's there's two people that could really shine in this kind of game. And it could be those two players. For me, the reason why I picked Kansas is because they have very experienced team. This is a team that has stayed together. These these guys are they got two leadership seniors that have been a part of the program and have been a part of these successful teams. They haven't been to the national championship game since 2008. The Mario Chalmers led team. So yes, I, I think Bill Self is going to take his chances and um, either back. way, Kansas Villanova is not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Kansas Villanova. We'll see what happens. I mean, you can. It's a toss up. I'm going to pick Kansas for the sake of the argument. I was just going to say that's what makes the NCAA so exciting. Like we went through the madness of the first weekend and then the Sweet 16 weekend. It was a lot of fun, but now we're down to the Final Four teams and I like all the teams you know these teams fought hard they earned where they're at so be it you didn't play the number one Virginia you know it's just the way things you know worked out it's just how that's what made this tournament so great because there's a lot of upsets and made it for a lot of fun watching these games Mm -hmm. and seeing Sister Jean on the side I just love it all man I know I I got I guess I'm crushing on Sister Jean but I yes I got her bobblehead doll you got got (laughs) Sister Jean fever I do I caught it hey real quick from the UCI men's volleyball team we have some big West men's volleyball weekly honors, and the three guys took them all. Carl Appleback, 13 kills versus USC. Nearly a 40% rate. 13 kills. Just amazing. David Parker, he held USC to 11% on kills because he dug out 11. He had 11 digs. Imagine that. That's a pretty good number. And then Austin uh, Wyman, 6 out of 8 kills. 75%. So congrats to those gentlemen. 
I think it's Wilmot. Wilmot. David Wilmot. I mispronounced right. his name. So, hey. So congrats to our men's volleyball team. Go check out those men's volleyball. I mean, so check it out. I know you guys are on spring break right now, and you know, ah, yeah, yeah. Well, now they can take the drive up to Long Beach because they're playing at Long Beach on March 30th, and then they double back and have played Long Beach again here at the Bren on the 31st. Oh, that's good. Saturday. So the nice little Friday, Saturday of playing the number one team. Ooh. Back to back. Go show your support. That's for sure. This men's volleyball team, they're playing well. They, they need your help. Indeed. Getting loud against Long Beach State, so. Zot, zot. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on up. Hey. Hey. There we go. Had too much coffee this morning. How about the NBA? What's going on with the NBA? The NBA is heating up right now. The Warriors are still hurt. I did not see Durant, Curry, Thompson, or Green in any of these games recently. They did not play in the game against the Jazz, and they did not play against... uh, They had Curry for one of the games in the last five. They had Curry back for the game against the Atlanta Hawks, and then he ends up, you know, kind of a fluke injury and someone rolls under the back of his knee. But hey, the good news is Draymond Green's back tonight for their game against Indiana Pacers. So that, that'll be that's some good news. They're starting to get healthy. Klay Thompson's getting closer. Durant is getting closer. They right. know what they need to do. They get know healthy. They, they know exactly. Get ready for the postseason run. Uh, they necessarily don't need to have the number one seed. Steve Kerr said that Steph Curry might not play the first round. Which that's happened before, where he didn't play against Portland a while back. I think in the run in the 2016, when they ended up losing in that finals, he didn't play in the first because of the same injury that he has now. I mean, all the things that have happened to Steph this year have all been contact based. From a, they like, played I mean, a lot of basketball in these play, last several years. Lot, everyone plays them hard, and that's why they're all injured. Is everyone plays the best team the hardest? You know, they want to get a win against the best. Well, this is where they're sitting at. So number two seed, they would. They would pair it with Utah if the playoffs were to start today. But that, it could, that's it, a good match. But it could be the, San Antonio. It could be Minnesota. San Antonio's actually got the sixth seed. We'll see. We'll see how it ends up because there's it's a log jam right now. I know the Denver Nuggets are close. I know the Clippers are kind of close. So the Nuggets could, are on the outside looking in. So they're about a, they're a game and a half out of the eighth seed. The Clippers everyone's looking from the outside looking out. in, but you still have ten games left. Clippers, yeah, Clippers two games out. So yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Nope, nope not at all. Yeah, eight, got, you got about eight games left. Clippers got a big game against Milwaukee tonight, so we'll see, we'll see what goes on for the Clippers. But and despite this, my Lakers, even though they're 32-41, and 41, I did see a lot of improvement. And recently, all who's been playing the starting five has been Kyle Kuzma, Julius Randle, Brooke Lopez, KCP, and Lonzo Ball. What? And then the three guys they had coming off the bench was you know Travis Ware and Ivan Zubik. Zubak. Zubak. And Isaiah and, Thomas, but he's been out for the last Actually, he hasn't games. been playing at all yeah. either. And uh, God, I can't think of his name. Tyler Ennis. Tyler Ennis. That's it. Well, they, so, they've been dealing with a number of injuries as well. They have. So Ingram has been playing. Josh Hart, who was actually on that Villanova team a couple years ago, was he was actually the MVP of that, that whole run winning the championship. You know, So they're missing some guys. But what I've seen this year is exactly what I want to see. I want to see improvement. I want to see them come together. I want to see you know, them to develop some camaraderie, and I think they have done that. It's just now, where do they go next? Who are they going to bring in? They, is LeBron really going to come to Los Angeles Lakers? 
I doubt that. I doubt that he comes to anywhere. In so it Los depends Angeles. on who they get. This big time free agent. I don't know if they need a big time free agent. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they Magic has came out and said that they are focused on next season's free agency. Which is when all the they got all these guys that are off the books, and to me, it just sounds like they're gonna try to keep this core intact to try to build more camaraderie for next season and see if they could sneak into maybe if they sneak into an eight through six seed next year, like you'll get a big time free agent there, no problem, and they have plenty of cap space, so it'll be interesting. Well, to see also what too, happens. what's gonna play all this Kawhi Leonard situation? Because if he's done with the Spurs, where is he gonna go? I, I think it's just he he the his situation is very interesting. Timeline of what's happening. He had the same injury as Tony Parker, but he has taken several months longer to heal. Apparently, that this is a more significant injury than first determined. He went and sought a second official um, based off of his family's advice. They recently they held the team meeting. Like, why aren't you playing? We you gotta believe. Like, blah blah blah. You can play through this. And he's been practicing apparently. But if you're the Spurs, you just have to just let him come back when he's ready. Exactly. In the right mental space. Because you don't, what you don't want to have happen, he, okay, he comes back, you know, he produces, and then he suffers a catastrophic injury that ends his career. I mean, this is what we're talking about here. If Allow him to heal when he feels he knows his body better than anybody else. When he's ready, it's not that he doesn't want to play. This is his passion. It's true. He's a great player. But he is also, there is also kind of a fine line there because people are saying, oh, he's just thinking about himself and the, and the money he could earn in the future. Well, he, he, I mean, yes, but at the same time, the Spurs, if they make a playoff spot, could we see Kawhi Leonard back in the last couple of games of the season playing in the playoffs? When it matters, potentially yes, and that that's a huge addition to them. Let's say they they end up with the eight seed or the seven seed, which is what it's seeming like now. If they get the six seed and they play the Trailblazers, that's a different story. That's the ultimate outcome for them. But if they end up playing the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors, that's a team that needs Kawhi Leonard, or else it's not going to go past four games. I, even with Steph being out, I just like the entire season they played. They played with just Draymond Green, and the Spurs only scored 86 points. Just imagine if Clay Thompson and Durant are back. It's going to be tough. I just don't see it. Like I just don't see it in the cards. Well, we we just know the top two teams in the West are the Houston and Golden State, and it's probably going to come down to those two teams in the Western Conference Finals. And well, yeah, yeah, there's a lot Philadelphia, of Philadelphia. Those looking good. I it, love Philadelphia. Fultz is back. He had a nice game coming back. 10 points, 8 assists. You do not want to see Philadelphia in the playoffs. And right now, they're, 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 they're at the fourth seed. They're the fourth seed, and yeah. I think that they would match up with the Wizards in the first they're, round. They're going to be fun, fun young team. But when it comes down to it, I still think Cleveland's better. Uh, I mean, yes, you can look at it. You can say, yeah, LeBron James is the best player, yes. But we and were talking about no where— playoff experience We were either. talking about where LeBron could go. I know. I think he could play for Philadelphia. Wow. I, I just I'm going to go that. out in the, on a limb and say he could play for Philadelphia. It's not that far from home. He gets it. Joel Embiid has been recruiting him since the Sixers have been bad. And you know what? Just imagine LeBron on that team not having to be the, – the amount of, of drive ability to get to the basket with that team is off the charts. Ben Simmons – Joel Embiid, they can both get to the basket. If you add LeBron James... It would make for great chemistry. I think he would fit right in. I mean, LeBron could fit on most teams as it is, but but I'm talking about you know getting to the championship level. I, LeBron I think, can help teach them how to win. 
teach them how to win for sure. But the thing is, is that LeBron needs jump shooters around him. And they got J.J. Redick. They got some jump shooters around them. Oh, yeah. And they got people who can take the shoulders off as LeBron. You know, he's not, he's on the pat, he's on the, you know, he's 35, 36. And he's still, he, he's pretty much played. He, he, in fact, he has played every game this season so far. He could play all 82 games, knock on wood. But he could play all 82 games. Think about that at his age. He's just a physical specimen. He's the Tom Brady of the NBA. Yes, he is. One strong man. One strong man. Well, before we go, how about a nice quick duck update? Because they've jumped up in the rankings. Guess where they're at, Matt? When we were talking last week, they were the eighth seed. They must have listened to us because they won a few games, and now they're in the sixth seed. They did exactly what they needed to do. They got wins against the three teams that I specified, which were the the Devils. They got wins against the Flame, which was that was a tough game. That was huge. And then they, they ended up tying Winnipeg. And Winnipeg helped us out by beating the Kings. And then uh, they are they played Edmonton very hard, and they got a point. It's all about getting points at the end of the season. Yes. They have to win the Because their matchup. season literally is coming to a close. Their season's literally coming to a close. They have to win against the Avalanche. They have to win against the Kings. And they have to win against the Stars. That's their last three games, right? It's pretty much. And then they have one more after that. Okay, so four games to go in hockey. Four games to go in hockey. Ooh. So as soon as the March Madness is complete, then the NHL playoffs start. Then the NBA playoffs start. And in the midst of all that, you'll have opening day. But there was a big NFL signing for the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, I wanted to touch on that a little bit. Mr. Sue is a Ram. The the Rams are not done yet. That defensive line, Aaron Donald with Sue. And Michael Brockers gets back out on the, the cookie monster, gets back where it is normal natural position of a defensive end wow i know they lost robert quinn you know through trade and the one guy i hate to see go was was mr ogletree yeah because he was our leading tackler so maybe they're looking maybe to get a linebacker in the draft but i'm liking what the rams have done but i also love what they did at cornerback to keep to leave and Marcus, Marcus Peters. Peters. They just became the coverage team. Like in that, you're, you're going to move LaMarcus Joyner at safety. I liken it. I, I'm going to miss Tremaine Johnson because what a class act, and he's just such a great player. Wherever he's going to end up, you just can't you just can't keep everyone. That's the yeah. thing with the salary cap. It's just I how hope it goes. they end up with Odell Beckham Jr. by the end of this, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Just stop. Wishful thinking. Just stop. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I know, I know that's the big rumors. Like, he could go to the Rams, but it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Too much money. And the Giants aren't going to trade him for nothing, you know. They're, they're going to want the kitchen sink for Odell Beckham Jr. That's no. a superstar athlete. He's an amazing athlete. But, you know, for his size, he plays like he's 6'6". But he needs to, he needs to figure out how to be a teammate. I mean, he's, he's been doing the off-field is what his biggest issue is. So hopefully he figures it out before it's too late. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that sums up our episode of Sports Matters, but you can catch us on KUCI.org. Click on Show Schedules. Tuesday section, the column, scroll down to Sports Matters, and they'll take you right over to SoundCloud. And you can catch our previous podcasts as well as this one. Until then, Matt, take it away. Love you, Grandmas.